Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Here we go. It's hour two of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Home of the Rangers, home of the Cowboys. The first spring training game of the season is currently ongoing. At last check, the Rangers were taking care of business there. Wolchuk, what's the latest? Three to one, top of the fourth inning right now. Danny Duffy on the mound, the lefty for your Texas Rangers as Cody Bradford's day is done after two innings of work. What did we get from Carter and Langford? they still in the game? Uh, I believe Justin Foscue has come in for Marcus Simeon. Carter and Langford, it looks like, are still in the game. Blaine Krim is in at first base for Nathaniel Lowe. But, uh, yeah, we still got Carter and Langford out there. Leading the league in, in Duffy's today in surprise. Yeah, no Matt Duffy playing for the Rangers. Tyler Duffy playing for the Royals. Danny Duffy uh, warming up in the bullpen for Texas, potentially out there now. He so, is out there now, yeah. A lot of Duffy's. A lot of Duffy's. Can never have too many. Here's Wolchuk with your NFL news of the day. Thank you. Uh, from Duffy's to salary cap space, you can't have enough of that either, can you? Well, the NFL has the cap rise $30.6 million to a record 255.4 per team. That is a stunning 13.6% increase over last year's cap and a sign that the league is entering a new phase of exploding revenue. This is crazy. It is by far the largest jump. It has taken from one year to the next since the salary cap was introduced in 1994. Absolutely unbelievable uh, what has happened here. So this is great news, especially for a Cowboys team that was under the cap. They need to free up about $20 million. Here you go. Here's $30 million more dollars, and really I'd say at least $12, more dollars, $12 million more dollars than you were expected to get. Yeah, I think it's now only like $8 million that they are over. So pretty easy, pretty easy to maneuver that. That is for sure. And teams are already starting to do it. I know the Dolphins are releasing guys at a rapid rate, everybody trying to get under. But uh, an extra 12 million that you didn't account for is pretty nice for all these teams. I bet that makes one or two extra guys maybe get maybe get tagged. Could be. Uh, And I'm sure Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb, Micah Parsons, I'm sure those guys are pretty pumped right now as well, seeing this uh, balloon. And a lot of this has to do with, uh, you know, money that they sacrificed during the COVID year and the new TV deals as well. I know C.A. was talking about that for years. Like, eventually, you're going to need a boom in the cap. Finally, for the first time, we are seeing a boom in the cap. Okay, so it's 250... 55 or whatever uh yes it will be at 255.4 million dollars do you How know much did that changed the outlook for the cowboys 
I mean, it helps him a lot. I mean, we talked about restructuring some guys, and you could end up freeing up as much as $40 million. Now uh, that's $12 million you don't have to create. So that could essentially, if you want to go ahead and do all the same moves, you can get up to damn near $60 million in cap space. But I also could see them now, maybe they don't go ahead and restructure some uh, certain veteran contracts. I saw like Xavier Howard uh, is expected to be released for the Dolphins at the start of the league year. Now, uh, one of the -the over-the-cap guys, Jason, said that, you know, the Dolphins are an example of why when you met, you kind of tweak some of these veteran deals, it can hurt you. So they went from owing around $25 million from 22 to the 22 to 23 season to now $37.5 million. Dead money this year would have been at $1.3 million instead of the $23 million they're about to have to deal with because they went ahead and fiddled with his contract last offseason to create cap space. Right, you kind of push your problems away a little bit. Um, and that's that's the nature of the beast. When you're going all in, the Dolphins clearly did. They they stacked up that roster as best they could. You would think that's the time to do it if you if you got the quarterback on the rookie contract, if you believe in Tua like they clearly did, and I believe still do. Then yeah, you go all in, and then you you pay the you pay the price a little bit later. So, but now I mean that's a solid corner on the market as well. It is, and a, and a Baylor Bear. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of uh, cowboy ties there to Xavier and Howard if they wanted to go that route. Rangers get out of the top of the fourth, but not before the Royal strike. Three two now is the Rangers lead as uh, Nick Lofton had a sharp line drive to center field that allowed uh, Michael Massey to score there for the Royals. It's three two Rangers. With uh, Duffy on the hill, still waiting to see a uh, Jack Leiter's spring debut. Here yes, before we too are long. still we'll waiting check. for that. Uh, they are also the Dolphins are releasing Emmanuel Ogba. That's going to create about thirteen point seven million dollars in cap space. There are some rumorouskis regarding the NFL draft right now. Apparently, we've talked about left tackle Jordan Morgan out of Arizona before. Very intriguing prospect, projected to go in the first round, probably right around the Cowboys' range. Speaking with some agents, it seems as though the Cardinals, the Cowboys, the Packers, and the Titans are the four teams that have been most interested early in this process in left tackle Jordan Morgan. So that's a name to be monitoring as we get closer and closer to April's draft. Eric uh, hinted at this earlier, but the Falcons are apparently very interested in Drake May. He is the apple of their eye. They could be interested in moving up from number eight, maybe to number two with the Washington Commanders if they want to get off of that pick to go and take Drake May. And then we've got the Bengals. Some rumor that they love Georgia tight end Brock Bowers would consider moving up to get him if he slides at all. And when you think about a possible trio of let's say you tag T Higgins you still have Jamar Chase and you bring in Brock Bowers who is one of the most freakish tight end prospects we've seen probably since Kyle Pitts uh my gosh that is an embarrassment of riches assuming Joe Burrow can stay healthy that is a serious threat in the AFC man that's that's trying to that's trying to build the Avenger offense kind of like what the San Francisco 49ers got right there I still look at the Bengals and every time I see them I think about Joe Burrow being pressured and needing offensive line help so uh but I mean Brock Bowers is he's amazing so they did that they passed on Panay Sewell for Jamar Chase it's clearly ultimately worked out for him they've been to a Super Bowl but at some point you feel like they've got to iron out that stinking offensive line for burrow it's crazy because he's one of the few quarterbacks that can handle the pressure and still make big plays downfield um and he doesn't mind the hits you know burrow is one of the toughest guys when it when it comes to absorbing contact and letting throws go and and still being good but he's injury prone you you have to at this point you you can't let burrow get injured out of the league 
He's he's I think the only guy that can challenge Mahomes at this point. Yeah, I, I think he absolutely is. He he's the only guy that we've seen really be able to go toe to toe in those clutch fourth quarter moments where he's looking up and he's like, Okay, Mahomes, I see you. I can go yeah. and do this as well. We need to get we need Burrow to stay healthy because I want that is that I know we had the Allen Mahomes. Is that the Brady Manning of this era? No, no, no. It's Burrow and Mahomes. We just need Joe Burrow to do his part and stay healthy and stay on the field. Yeah, and I think CJ Stroud's gonna be throwing his name maybe in that maybe cj stroud absolutely could people asking if they can watch the game not that i'm aware of we will have the radio call on tonight for you at eight o'clock yeah. a little tape delay for you but we're going to take care of you rangers fans into the night you'll we get gotcha. the ranger vibes that you want don't you worry we'll be updating you now caleb williams uh has been given the pat mahomes comp and he was actually asked about that by reporters courtesy of cbs here was caleb williams response to that patrick mahomes hype Caleb, uh, Adam Schefter recently just had Tom House, legendary QB guru, on his podcast, and he said that he thinks you're the second coming of Patrick Mahomes. When yeah. you hear that, just how do you process a statement like that? Um, it's pretty cool, um, I'd say, just because everybody watches Patrick and sees all the cool things he can do. And um, I always said, even in high school, um, that I don't think there's anything – Obviously, it's special, but I don't think there's anything that I can't do that he's doing out there. So, um, you know, I think it's really cool, like I said. And uh, I always, I had comparisons of a bunch of other people. Um, so to have Patrick is pretty cool. Lincoln Riley, his head coach in college, uh, said, listen, there's some physical comparisons, like no question. Both great athletes. Both have really elite arms. Guys that can throw from all types of different platforms can really do anything from a throwing perspective that you can imagine. But Pat has had one a lot more experience and Caleb up to this point. I mean, Pat played a lot of ball in college. Pat didn't miss his senior year in high school. And obviously he went into a great situation there in Kansas City and then he has just done a phenomenal job. Caleb certainly has some of the same physical tools, which is exciting, but certainly he's got to continue to climb like a guy to get to that level. That's ridiculous. There's going to be a big process there. So Lincoln Riley's trying to temper expectations like, yeah, you can see this. There's physical traits, no doubt, but these are certainly not the same guys, and trying to compare anybody to Patrick Mahomes is probably extremely unfair. Yeah, and I, I think Lincoln Riley knows Caleb Williams. Some guys you need to speak that confidence into. Other guys, it, like Caleb Williams, hears that and he's like, "Yeah, I think that's pretty cool." Like yeah. he's not he's not shying away from those things. Lincoln Riley probably knows that hey, he's a guy that you would kind of need to harness a little bit, yeah. you know, and from from the confidence standpoint. I think that's a great point. So that, that's I think that's a little bit interesting because I don't know that Lincoln Riley would do that for another guy whose temperament maybe is a little bit different. But yeah, I, I think you see all the makings. You study these guys. You 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 can tell us better than better than anything. There's but, rare talent there. There there absolutely is. But I, I get you know maybe a little bit of hesitancy when it comes to the mental makeup, the leadership traits, you know, other things that go into the intangibles, but just physical skill set he is an absolute freak show that you don't see guys be able to make plays like other than what we've seen from Patrick if you're going to be a number one overall pick I'm interested in like stylistically you know what is your game most similar to amongst the goats you know are you more of an Elway a a Mahomes are you a Peyton Manning style goat you know what kind of goat are we talking here yeah 
And uh, I guess Mahomes is the most ac- uh, the, the closest one they have to Caleb Williams' playing style. Yeah, and, and one of the things that just from like a metric standpoint I think is a little bit different is Mahomes in college and in the NFL has been one of these guys that's been great at avoiding being sacked. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those things that Caleb Williams has fluctuated on a little bit and skewed to being less less than uh, ideal when it comes to how often you're pressured and how often those pressures turn into sacks. Uh, but that's the, that's the only thing that I've seen that jumps out to me. It would be like a difference. Nate Tice has a really good Caleb Williams article out right now that I haven't gotten to read fully through, but he's got a Drew Brees, a Purdue version of Drew Brees. Which who the I stature, think, you know, I could see. Uh, you know, maybe maybe Caleb's like an inch taller than Drew Brees, but they're both a little bit of those shorter guys. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of a build thing there, and I guess Drew Brees, I didn't get to really watch him in college. I remember Drew Brees as a charger. That's my early memory but there was a mobility factor to Drew Brees in college that you don't really think of when you think about the NFL version of him yeah and so he had some clips and I thought that was interesting the ESPN pro comp for some of these guys they're going Caleb Williams his comp would be actually Aaron Rodgers which is uh interesting there Jaden Daniels the comp would be Lamar Jackson certainly running ability you can see that I think Jaden probably more polished passer than Lamar was at this point uh when Lamar was coming out of Louisville and Jaden LSU Drake May's comp, Justin Herbert. And you do see like a cross of Herbert and Josh Allen when you watch Drake May play. So I could see that. Uh, Some of the receivers, they're going Marvin Harrison Jr.'s comp, A.J. Green, Malik Neighbors, Stephon Diggs. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We need to slow this down a little bit. Where, where, where do, how do you feel about these comps? I, I like these because Marvin Harrison Jr., tall, skinny. A.J. Green, tall, skinny, right? So, like, I can see similarities here. Malik Neighbors, Stephon Diggs. Malik Neighbors is a monster after the catch. He's a physical guy that's going to want to run through you. I can see that with Stephon Diggs. Roma Dunes and Jamar Chase, honestly, yeah, I, I could see that as well. Kind of cerebral technicians, great route runners, just find a way to get open, can high point the football, make big plays down the field. I like those comps for those receivers, actually. I think all three are going to be absolute studs in the National Football League. I mean, what, what Daniel Jeremiah is talking about, like, regardless, if you just move off of positional value and, of, quarterback, of course, quarterbacks are going to get the bump up, he's like, I think the three best players in this draft are probably those top three receivers that mm-hmm. you just mentioned. And that's tough to argue. That, that really, really is. I was loving, you know, Peter Schrager, who uh, has been doing a celebratory tour since he's, I think he's pretty the last four Super Bowls correctly. It's like, at least, it might and, be and five. We're talking preseason. Maybe it is five. Yeah, preseason. Like we're talking before week one. He does it like 30 minutes before week one. He puts it out there, and he went Chiefs over 49ers, and he's, and he's got a, a streak of doing this. So he has Steve Spagnolo on the show, Chiefs defensive coordinator, and it was an awesome back and forth with him and Steve talking about one of the biggest plays in the game. It's third and four, two minutes left. Super Bowl's hanging in the balance. Steve... Uh, what exactly was your thought process, the X's and O's, going into making that masterful call? What was your thought on third and four coming out of a huge stop the play beforehand? Because if they get the first yeah. down, they believe the clock kick a field goal game is over. I think that was – did Trent make that play on yeah. Kittle on a pool play? Yeah, it was a great tackle. Um, well, here's what happened, Pete. So if you remember on that play um, – there was about 220 or something or 215 mm-hmm. when they broke the huddle. So we made a call because I didn't know if he was going to let it come down to the two-minute or not, and they decided to let it come down. We made a particular call, and then when it went to the two-minute warning, of course, with the, with the Super Bowl, with these you timeouts. Have this big break to discuss. Big break, huge break. So that's when the wheels go like this. And so 
It was at that moment you look up and go, okay, this is really in my mind. I said to myself, this? this is real. This is a fourth down play. This is not a third and four or five. What it was. This is critical. I had a thought. I looked at my list and I said, I need to ask Nick about this. This is the trust I have in Nick Bolton. So Nick's this. on the field now. He can't. He can't talk to me. But I'm staring right at him. I, I clicked the button and I said, Nick, what do you think about this? I, all I wanted to do was see his reaction. And he just started, yes, yes, yes. And he did the signal. And it, he was like, he was all in. And so I knew, <laughs> I knew when he was all in that we should change it to that. So we changed personnel and put a, a different call in. And it was a fourth down call or, or, or what we had on our fourth down list. And it was for the critical situation and Fortunately for us, you know, uh, our guys executed really well. It's amazing. I mean, so Trent McDuffie ends up making that play, but he's not calling it without the faith that he has in his linebacker, Frisco Lone Star Zone, Nick Bolton there. And he's using it's third. He knows the importance of this play. It's third down. I'm going to use one of my best fourth down play calls to make sure we get this stop and force a punt. Uh, it's it, it just really cool. I mean, that's like football porn for me, listening to Steve Spagnuolo explain his X's and O's and thought process, but also the importance of having a guy like Nick Bolton that you can trust in that situation. 100%. Couldn't agree more. Amazing. Uh, finally, here NFL News today, Saints are reworking Derek Carr's deal to save them about $23 million in cap space. They're another one of these teams that's really struggling with that. Uh, you've got Geno Smith is getting restructured by the Seahawks. That's going to spread the $9.6 million evenly over the next two seasons of his deal. His cap hit's going to drop from $31 million to $26 million this year for them. So they're trying to create some space as well. And how about this from Greg Roman, the new Chargers offensive coordinator? Shots fired at Austin Eckler. He said, can you imagine Justin Herbert with a great running game? Well, Justin Herbert, uh, Austin Eckler has been pretty good for him. Last year, of course, not so much. Maybe that's a product of Kellen Moore. He did have a career low of 3.3 yards per carry. But now you're having uh, a lot of thoughts of, are the Chargers going to be one of these teams that overpays for a Barkley or one of these running backs in free agency? But the latest rumor on Saquon Barkley, he is following a lot of players from a Lone Star team. It's not your Dallas Cowboys. Thank God. It is the Houston Texans. He is following... Tank Dell, C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins, a bunch of different Texans. You've got Devin Singletary, who's a free agent. We wouldn't mind him. We've talked about that with the Cowboys. But Barkley might be eyeing a trip to the Texans to join C.J. Stroud. I understand why he would want to do that. I, I think the Texans could allocate their dollars a little bit better. They got the quarterback on the rookie contract. They should be throwing money around, building the perfect roster. I think that's an imperfect way to do it. What a uh, perfect segue into our next segment. We are going to hit some Cowboys Twitter top tweets going viral about America's team, but I have some very interesting data in that might help us make a decision on which veteran running back we'd love to see the Cowboys bring in. We'll have that discussion and more coming up next right here. G-Bag Nation, home of the Cowboys and the World Series champion Texas Rangers, 105.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here. Time now for some Cowboys Twitter. Top tweets going viral about America's team. We're going to shop for some future Cowboys running backs here. One of the takeaways so far, the cap higher than expected. They are now just $8 million over the cap, which could make their maneuvering, their ability to go all in a little bit easier if they want to take advantage of that. Coaches staying home to work. They're not going to Indianapolis for the combine as a full coaches group. They want to uh, stay home and work on the defense getting ready to install that and everything and i think they're making the right moves there segments brought to you by soda that is state of the art segments brought to you by the frankles as well life's unpredictable accidents happen franklin frankel the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and dfw if you or a loved one's been in an accident contact the frankles it's 214 or 817-333-3333 Jump online to truckwreck.com. Last couple of days before we go to Surprise Arizona for spring training, you, got, you guys got a big weekend with the fams? Yeah. Gonna make yeah. it big? Well, Waltruck's baby showering it up. Yeah, dude. we got the baby shower oh. tomorrow. So uh, we got a lot of the in laws' family coming in town. So that'll be fun tomorrow. And then uh, we'll just fly out uh, for to, on Sunday. We're looking forward to it, man. Rangers still leading 3 2 in the fifth. It's Tonoko. Now pitching for the uh, Texas Rangers, I saw Boach said Jack Leiter's going to see the field today. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm waiting with bated breath, mm-hmm. just just waiting for the the talent to take over. That's the the narrative with with Jack Leiter. They reworked his mechanics, and now it's time to get him to just go out there and and rely on his his, his talent. You know, so apparently the 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 new techniques that uh, are have been honed. So okay, let's talk running back here, guys. Warren Sharp destroyed any open-mindedness I had towards the Cowboys going with A.J. Dillon. Holy cow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. The metrics on this are, look really bad for him. I, I I don't know. Maybe he's got to be looking to the CFL or something. But A.J. <laughs> Dillon had 18 touches inside the 10. He scored just two touchdowns. The 11.1% touchdown rate was the worst mark for any running back with over 15 touches inside the 10-yard line in the last four years in the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) Additionally, on his 178 rushes, he also averaged career lows in yards per carry, success rate, first downs per rush, 
stuff rate was the worst. Explosive run rate was the worst he'd ever had. And yards after contact. I mean, I like the idea of a big body back for short yardage, but not if short yardage is all you can do. Uh, and his 3.4 yards per uh, per attempt was was a career low. Pretty pretty dang bad. Man, all that. And he's benefiting from a play caller that knows how to dial it up pretty nicely. Like It's not like he's dealing with terrible scheme uh, kind of stuff that we've seen here with our own football team. So, yeah, I didn't think that was a guy that w- would be getting the people going in a good way at all. But this was actually good for me. It sent me down a rabbit hole. Okay? Oh, okay. that this made it good. That's a top 10 hole, according that's to the Wooly Bully top 10 list. A, rabbit a couple a of years hole. ago it's what i heard you know so i i saw that opportunity to jump in one been a while and uh and and checked it out and i and you know so i went looking at okay who's good at this and warren sharp had a chart of that as well now kareem hunt is is number one at you know touchdowns when getting touches inside the 10 yard line but he also had three yards per carry this year and he's ancient so kareem hunt not an option you know think we could agree on that okay so you have a list of the best short yardage backs the best uh uh guys at scoring when touching the ball inside the 10 yard line cool okay was was the These you know the so best goal line back nose yeah, for the your, end zone your best red zone back uh, by touch percentage like and maybe some of it is a small sample size but warren sharp saw fit to doing a, a big thread about it uh Barkley is number three at 47% of his touches. When he gets the ball inside the 10-yard line, it went for a touchdown this year. Um, he is good at that. The problem is the price tag is going to be a little too much. Yeah, price tag and injuries. You know, yep, if absolutely. If, if I had just one game where I had to win it, I might think, man, Saquon Barkley could easily be my running back in this as you know, maybe Christian McCaffrey goes off the table. I don't know who the next couple of guys are, but I'd be considering Saquon Barkley. I think the player we want, though, uh, was fifth on this list. 46% of his touches inside the 10 went for touchdowns. Deontay Foreman, he is six years Uh, into the league. He's carried it 550 times, 27 years old. That's why I asked you earlier, Wolchuk, is Deontay Foreman that veteran back that maybe the Cowboys should be interested in? Deontay Foreman's a guy that he's, he's had three different teams the last three years, but two years ago in Carolina, he was absolutely fantastic. He started nine games had darn near a 1,000 yards, was really, really good for them. Five touchdowns. Last year was in Chicago, kind of running back by committee there as well. Started eight games, ran for over 400 yards. I mean, you're looking at a guy, if he's able to start for you for the majority of the season, he's going to be a 1,000-yard back. I think Deontay Foreman, running back out of Texas, people love him here in this area. Uh, He is definitely one of those veteran backs I would sign and go ahead and still draft a guy, and that can be your one-two punch. I think it's huge because the Cowboys have always struggled inside the red zone. And, you know, getting a guy who's got a nose for the end zone is important. Now, Tony Pollard was horrible at this. Uh, he he scored on 16% of his touches inside the 10. He was well, well in the in the bottom third of the league, maybe even the bottom 10% of the league. Okay, so uh, I'd love to, you know, look further into Deontay Foreman. I think broken tackles, you know, making guys miss and stuff like that, obviously going to be pretty dang important. But for the right price tag, that's around the profile of a player that I'd be interested in. How about Derrick Henry? He was at 33%. That's 14th in the NFL. And Joel Corey has some additional data on him. That's our former agent turned writer at CBS Sports. I've been DMing with him, and he's going to join us on the show here before too long. Heck yeah. Nice. He writes, the career low in yards per attempt by uh, Derrick Henry this year is mitigated by some advanced running back metrics. According to the Next Gen Stats, 
35.36 of Henry's carries were with eight or more defenders in the box last season. League's second highest percentage. Henry also had that in 2022. It was uh, 27% in 2020 when Henry won NFL Offensive Player of the Year honors after becoming the league's eighth player to ever rush for at least 2,000 yards in a season. Um, so he thinks that, you know, the uh, heavy boxes may have accounted for Derrick Henry's dip in production as that Titans offense just ground to a halt other than him. He did he did eyeball the contract at 2-14. and 14. And he says most likely, if you wanted to do that, it would be more like a one-year deal at 11. You would just plan on a, a portion of the year two cap hit you know, being rolled into that. It would basically be avoidable second year on the deal. But you could get Derrick Henry for two and, and 14. Now, to me, that is of somewhat of interest because I'm getting guaranteed between the tackle production. I'm getting guaranteed broken tackles and a guy that can force eight into the box and still be somewhat uh, productive. By the way, Zeke at 27%, Josh Jacobs 22%, and then Tony Pollard was the uh, the other interesting one that I wanted to include in that. I would say inside the red zone, Zeke was still more productive, and maybe Zeke should get some mentions as, hey, if the price is right, could he be, should he be one of the options for the veteran running back that the Cowboys consider you know, making a part of their backfield coming up this year. How would you guys handle that question? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I've kind of turned the page on that, but I do think, in my mind, it seems like something that would make sense for them. Like, when they start yeah. realizing the, the running back position and what they need, I could see them going, this will be our cheap veteran back. If it really just it comes down to how bad Zeke wants to play and how low he's willing to play for, you know, financially. Because I don't think they're willing to, I mean, they're still getting charged like $6 million, uh, against their cap because of Zeke. So right. I don't think they want to give him much more than probably around the minimum, maybe a million or so. I don't know if he's willing to play, you know, play for that. I think that's a, that's a fair question. I think for Zeke, that might be a perfect situation. You sign a one-year deal, you play your last year with the Dallas Cowboys, and you retire because this is where his heart is. I mean, he, he can still be a short yardage guy, still going to find the end zone, still pass protects. You know, I I think it could make sense uh, as part of, but obviously I'm trying to use my second or third round pick to get a young burner yeah. in here from college who can absolutely be your, you know, feature back and hopefully be a, a, a difference maker like Tony Pard was in 2022 for you. Okay, elsewhere in Cowboys Twitter, we got a, a, a Cowboys country and Anthony Luciard has posted draft disaster, why Cowboys can't pick a linebacker in round one says linebackers aren't round one quality in this draft. There's a handful of linebackers projected to go on day two with the NFL combine around the corner. A blazing 40 time could skyrocket some stocks, but it's worth getting ahead of the idea and promptly shutting it down, writes Luciard. For one, there isn't a prospect in the class that profiles as a true round one. Each of the prospects, yada, 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 have a specific question mark clouding their projection relegating their stock to second or third, and positional value is relevant. And I brought this up the other day, especially in the first round. The Cowboys, we think at this early stage, seem destined to choose between a receiver or an offensive lineman at 24. They shouldn't select simply for need or positional value, but in this case, 
They intersect well. This class has no shortage of options up front or on the perimeter, both of which are more likely to have bigger impacts in the short and long term. I totally agree with that. You got to look at, especially with your first round, like if this guy was a free agent, what would he get, you know, for one year of work? And you're able to get him for significantly less if you can find a wide receiver and offensive lineman. I'd rather trade down than take a wide out, to be honest with you. I'm done with that. It, it, it is throwing money into a pit to continue to add quality wide receivers. You need two of them. It's not going to make your passing game any better. Not with this quarterback, not with what they're doing. Until you can establish the running game, adding weapons to your passing game is beyond the law of diminishing return for me. Yes, and with the depth of the position year in, year out, uh, you can find really good players throughout the draft you don't have to spend that first round pick on it especially when you already have your bona fide number one guy that you're about to give all the bag to now you got to go real cheap with it uh, and you have bigger you have bigger needs here when it comes to the offensive line I'm, I'm, I'm totally I know we're all on the same page Taking there offensive line and, in the first round and this draft it has plenty you won't be reaching to do it you won't be reaching for need this will be the perfect marriage of there's going to be a guy there that's worth the selection and you need him yeah, yeah, I think I, you go I, veteran linebacker and overshone for your plan next I'm year. I'm fine right? with that, and and you can a still good veteran linebacker, right? And there's yeah. still some linebackers that you can take to their point in that article in from rounds two through four that you like, but you're reaching a bit if you do it at 24. To me, this is a no-brainer offensive line first round class, just where that's where the talent is in this draft. Yeah, and to me that makes a lot of sense. But if the best player available is a tackle and the centers are gone, I'm trading out of that as well. You know, you you have Tyron Smith and Terrence Steele. You need these assets to make you better now. You know, and if I if I pick up an extra two and go back ten spots and take a center there or take a defensive tackle or my linebacker there, uh, you know, I I I would just be absolutely stunned if they give Tyron Smith another contract here in March and then draft a tackle. Uh, in uh, in late april here we go nation it's time now for a friday staple chief what you got for us biggest sell biggest dub 877-881-1053 where have you taken some L's this week more importantly where have you gotten those personal victories next year in the nation after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward medella is the mark of a fighter you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward you put in the hours the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Well, thank you, Lucius. It is the G-Back Nation here on your home of the champs. Rangers now lead 4-2 going into the seventh inning. You had Carter and Langford out on the base paths wreaking havoc got home for the run, and then Leiter went out there, and uh, he was dealing a little bit. I don't know if he's going to come out for a uh, another inning, but that one inning of work was clean. Uh, what did it look like, Chief? Uh, it looked perfect from what I understand. Three flyouts, sat 96 and reached 98 miles per hour per the stadium gun. That's from Sean McFarlane there, our buddy. 
uh, Dallas Morning News there in surprise. So looks like Jack Leiter, quick, efficient, dominant work. Call that a dub, couldn't you? You could definitely call that a uh, call that a dub. Ninety eight miles per hour. That's pretty nice right there. I appreciate that. Jack Leiter's bringing dubs, uh, and hopefully the Tolos are as well. 877-881-1053. Where have you taken some else this week? More importantly, where have you gotten those personal victories? Let's roll. Huge dub of the week for us here, I would say, collectively. CBD American Shaman. Our Hello. guy, Eric. Him and his pops, big-time Tolos. CBD American Shaman in McKinney. That has been a game-changer for me this week. And for many of us, uh, many of you, uh, Ruben told me the other day, he was like, man, one of those gummies, I slept like a baby. I woke up like a brand new man. Yes. Like he was glowing the other day the after that CBD fantastic. sleep. Thank you to the shaman. Thank you to Eric. It was a great birthday week for me here in the G-Bag Nation. Of course, my birthday was Sunday night. Saturday night, I won a poker tournament. And so did the 512 says, I won my tournament Monday night. Biggest L, my backyard fence fell down. No. Oh, no. That sucks. Yeah. You got to use the winnings to fix the fence. I think so. Yeah, those fences can get expensive. They sure can. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I didn't realize how fortunate I am to have what the like the steel poles like throughout it to like keep it keep it yep. engaged there. But yeah, because the wind with how windy it gets here, uh-huh. I mean, I'll never forget my parent. We had a trampoline, one of the ones with the little guard up on it too, like the yeah. net around it, uh-huh. full size trampoline, and it ends up like five houses down thanks yeah. to the wind. Yeah, they'll take off yeah. like a flying saucer. Mine, mine did that as well flew over into the neighbor's yard and i was just happy that it didn't break anything yeah because that thing gets rolling all the time i mean oh oh my gosh yeah it's pretty big get a trampoline flying through the air you would think it would only be like tornadic activity that could do something like that yeah but the type of winds we get here sometimes those things aren't that heavy you know like three adults can easily carry a trampoline around the neighborhood yeah you know so that wind with that basically that giant sail (laughs) which is the trampoline surface yeah once it gets up dude it's over it was pretty cool i happened to be like in the in the bathroom with a view of my side yard right when it took off i was like no freaking way what the hell (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, it's kind of a sight to behold yes uh 817 biggest dub i finally was able to buy my husband a boat for his birthday wow that's quite the birthday only fans paid off yes (laughs) the only fans paid off yeah those feet man Woo. 214 personal victory. Get to listen to this station all week long. And I'm so grateful for that. That's Tolo Justin in the Love 214. You, Thank cheers you. to you. Big time cheers to you. And cheers to KFC. I know Walchuk mentioned this yesterday, but just uh, in case you missed the breaking news in the uh, the world of the culinary arts, KFC taking it to the next level with their own chicken parm uh, or pizza is what they're calling it. chicken pizza. Chizza. Uh, C-H-I-Z-Z-A. This is fried chicken breasts. With the marinara sauce, the melted cheese, and the pepperoni. It's not pizza, it's pizza. That's right. We're all in store for some greatness here. I look forward to bringing... When's that hitting? That's it. I don't think we did, didn't see a, uh, a date, saw, did like, you, Walchuk? New York is supposed to come out, I think, this weekend, but I didn't see anything for the nationwide release. Very soon, we're going to be, uh, they're going to roll that thing out. I imagine the lines are going to be long and the satisfaction is going to be high. Yeah, uh, the satisfaction is not very high right now. I don't know if Wolchuk's uh, caught a little bit of this himself, but apparently in the Northeast right now we have what is described as food poisoning, but contagious, Uh-oh. Uh, spreading through the the northeastern part of our country. Maybe. I don't know if Wolchuk got a little, you know, if you cross cross paths with somebody who was carrying it, because I know you've been dealing with some bubble guts here. But uh, be careful, the norovirus is just 
laying folks out right now. Well, not I, a good situation. I definitely food, food did poisoning, not have a solid, guys. I'll tell you that. It's described as food poisoning, but contagious. The wow. best thing about food poisoning is that it is not contagious. Yeah, that's the only good thing. And, and now we got a new spin on it. That's terrible. Okay, I got the release date. February 26th across the U.S. Wait, for the Cheetza? For the Cheetza. That's so Monday. Monday. Oh, my gosh. Monday. Surprise, Arizona. I hope, we got to find the, the the closest KFC. There's a KFC off that street. There's got to be. Got to be one within striking <laughs> distance. got to be. I mean, step I'll drive. One, dispensary, step two. Cheetza. Cheetza. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's going to be epic. 5.30 Monday night. Big uh, big dub for... <laughs> we got plans. I think we're off at... Si- I think it's. I think we're out of there at 6 now. I think that the time change... Oh, okay. Is it just an hour? It's just an hour now. What I'll the take hell? It. I'll take it. Yeah. It, no, it's still, it's still... No, no. I'm upset. I was wanting 5.30. You wanted the noon to 5? Nah, I don't care. Whatever works. Uh, we're going to be uh, 1 to 6 Arizona time. Still, of course, 2 to 7 here locally next week. But, yeah, we'll have to, to find that KFC and surprise. Give that thing the uh, the old review. I know Broadus is going to be doing plenty of food reviews. Oh, he lo- the food reviews were a big hit last year. Huge uh, hit. Lighter is no longer dealing, but that's because he only pitched one inning. Oh, so, okay. Uh, Kelly's one good in inning now. with great velo, and we'll take him out and have him pitch again tomorrow, maybe. Yep. That's what you want, dude. Get that confidence up. No need to run him back out there. That's that fantastic. To be starting in the big leagues this year, man. Yeah, I mean, really, biggest up of the week is that oh, yeah. baseball. Baseball is back. Championship level baseball here. Heard uh, on the fan coming and the Mavs. up I mean, at eight got, o'clock. You've got a potential Western Conference champion. I mean, I'm guaranteeing it because I got the balls. But they're going to the finals, baby. That's that's right. Walchuk laid put him it down. On the table. He did. Uh, I think a huge dub for Love, as apparently Martin Short and Meryl Streep are. Getting cozy. Really? Doing some uh, alleged dating. Meryl so still got it. How about that, dude? Martin Short still got it. Yeah. That's pretty gross. For both of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to really Martin too Short. Hard about that one. What's your what movie what do you think of when you think of Martin Short? The Santa Claus four or three, whatever the hell it was. Okay. He was in a movie with, funny enough, Tim Allen. Uh, I can't remember now what oh, it's yeah, he called, was. Jack Frost, yeah, wasn't he? Was. He? he was goofy as hell in that movie. That one wasn't very good. I gotta no, see. I didn't like that one. He was in a he was in a Tim Allen movie that was Jungle to Jungle. Did you ever see Jungle to Dude, Jungle? Mimi Siku. Yes. Jungle bro. to Jungle was fantastic, and he was. He was like Tim Allen's assistant. He was hilarious. Movie. He was hilarious. I forgot he was in that movie. That's what I think of. I need to see if that movie still holds up. I haven't oh, seen that in a long time. I bet it's on Disney Plus. Oh my gosh. Like what, kiddos, a, what a what a weird career though. Like the Jiminy Glick thing. <laughs> like looking through his IMDB or whatever, it's like I don't know. I, I don't I don't think this should have happened, guys. Well, the Mer- Martin, Martin Short, Short's Meryl career, Street. just oh, at all. Career. Yeah, <laughs> you're anti Martin Short. Yeah. yeah, okay. He just didn't live up to the talent. Too much thespian, you know. Not enough. Not enough. Like just Hollywood. Did just, he do a bunch of yeah. theater stuff? I I don't know. It sure seems like it to me. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe all he did characters. the maybe he did the musical show choir. It's just musical theater. There's no choir involved. <laughs> tomato, tomato, my friend. You didn't like you didn't like Three Amigos, dog. All oh, Three Amigos. That's the other you one. You feeling that one? No. All right, hey. Teach his own. That was tacky. Are we Teach all? Teach his own. All cool, Steve. Remember, Martin? this is the same guy that doesn't like the veggies with his uh, fajitas and everything. You gotta keep that in mind. <laughs> That's right. He, he, you compilize all these. No, dude, work. I, I wanted to, get, to have a follow up question on that. Does cilantro count? No, because I like that. That's a that's a veggie, bro. I'll load up on it. Look at him, Eric. That's a veggie, bro. You're good, yeah. man. Yeah, it grows that's from the right. ground. So. Looks green to me. It grows from the ground. It's fine. <laughs> that's dude. a damn garnish. 
Uh, how about Mars Attacks? Bro, oh, Mars Attacks Dude, are so good. Mars Attacks is a fantastic movie. You've never seen it? Never seen Dude, it. Mars Attacks still holds up. Pure Luck? Never seen Pure yeah, Luck. Yeah, Pure Luck. Hold on. That was with the, uh, I'm getting too old for this. I think it was Danny DeVito. Not Danny DeVito. Danny, Danny Glover. Glover. <laughs> Danny DeVito. <laughs> they, look, they look identical. Yo, that is so good. He's just got bad luck and he's always injured himself. The worst thing is always going to happen to him. It's a great movie, Dawson. Okay. What are we doing here? Thank you, Lucius. I appreciate that. I didn't have, uh, I don't have this, the, the Martin Short Rolodex like you do. You got that down, Pat. I need to put some of those in the cube because I think he's pretty funny. Yeah. I think he's funny, too. Uh, 254, biggest really? dub. Took the five-month-old daughter to her first baseball game by myself. How about that? Oh, that sounds amazing. Now, biggest L, she immediately made, uh, oh, she made a, a stinky, and uh, that's that's a disaster there. Yeah, at oh, the baseball blow, game. A blowout. Good thing oh, they have those no. family restrooms now. You can kind of pull in there, get a changing table going. That's the one moment throughout that day where you look around thinking, gosh, I wish my wife was here. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's well One moment. <laughs> gosh, dang it, honey, you take one care One shining moment. <laughs> That'll be it, Dawson. Let's hang uh, out with Tim Cato. That's right, Timmy. yeah. The great Mavs reporter Tim Cato joins us next. It's the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.